1: and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. And shine, nerds! Welcome to the
0: Back Row Morning Show, exclusively on LTN Radio and happily a part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network. I'm station manager Matt.
1: And I'm Mo. On today's show, why is it so hard to get into the habit of prayer?
0: It's also game day Wednesday. We'll have a bad joke, tales of Florida man, five random facts, and things that we love, and more. But first, today is Wednesday, October 7th, 2020. We've got a holiday to celebrate.
1: Hmm, it is National Frappe Day? I don't Fra- know
0: if it's frapp or frappe. I've never I know. known. And I know. I've never googled it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and I'm about to say it like 20,000 times. I look it up while you do. this. Uh, frappés are a favorite for all ages Make sure and you all Huh?
0: Make sure you alternate pronunciations each time it comes up.
1: Ooh. Fraps are a favorite for all ages and all ranges of taste from cupcake Cupcake creme.
0: Hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Here oh go. my here gosh, go. here, we go. here we
1: go. Frappe. 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 Okay, perfect. Uh, yeah, so they're a favorite for all ages and all ranges of taste, from cupcake creme to peanut butter cup and everything in between. Frappes are undoubtedly an American staple in the coffee. Cons- ha <laughs> in the coffee-consuming world. (laughs) Thus, it only seems fair to dedicate an entire day to this epic drink. October 7th is National Frappe Day, and you better bet there will be millions of people celebrating with you. Necessity is said to be the mother of invention. The need for a caffeine fix was the impetuous... Impetus? What is it? Where is that? I don't know the word.
0: (laughs) Uh, impetus yeah impetus
1: (laughs) that doesn't sound (laughs) right impetuous
0: that's too many letters (laughs) i'll wait to get to the name (gasps) two words later (laughs) what is it impetus
1: impetus yeah behind impotent i said (laughs) impetus Behind, now we've lost our listeners. Yeah, they're
0: all gone
1: now. <laughs> Behind Dimitris Vankandios shaking up the first frappé in the 1957 ay, 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 no, Thessaloniki International Fair in Thessalonica, Greece. <laughs> Vankandios was representing the Swiss-owned Nestlé Food company at the annual international exhibition, where Nestlé was introducing a new instant chocolate beverage made with milk and shaken in a shaker. Van Canitos could not be <laughs> stop laughing at me. Could not find hot water to make his usual Nescafé instant coffee during his break, so he improvised by mixing his Nescafé with cold water and ice in one of the exhibit shakers. Voila! The result was a satisfying and refreshing foamy cold coffee beverage that became the first Greek cafe frappe. Not only a Greek frappe, still the... Not only is Greek frappe still the most popular coffee beverage in Greece and Cyprus, but it is also the official national coffee drink of Greece. Today's popular American versions of the Greek frappe
0: <laughs> contains
1: milk, cream, or even ice cream. Ice cream. No, that's normal. Cream. <laughs> Good grief. <Greece>. Good grief. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Speaking of words that are hard to pronounce, you remember when you called me out on how I I pronounce vi- voila? Shut up! I pronounce viola. And you're like, what did you just say? Like vi- viola? Isn't that how you say it? It's voila! Like that makes so much sense.
1: Okay, can we finish this, please? Since uh, you you gave me a whole novel to read about <laughs> frappe. Hey,
0: who would have thought <laughs> that there was so much history behind the frappe?
1: Hmm, today's popular American versions of the Greek frappe contain milk, cream, or even ice cream blended with instant coffee, while the authentic. Greek frappe contains no milk products. Greeks are quick to boast that the most important thing to know about a Greek frappe is that it does not contain ice cream, only crushed ice cubes, and that is shaken until it foams.
0: (laughs) Well, that was your most successful holiday.
1: (laughs) never again never again am i reading about a frappe day
0: <laughs> ice cream uh we're, <laughs> we're gonna play a game it is uh it's game day wednesday we're gonna play a game we're gonna play a game of would you rather it's one of our favorite games oh,
1: seriously
0: <laughs> obviously Just one of our a favorite loser games. of a
1: day for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> Mo hardly ever wins, but you won the last time.
1: I won the right? last time. You lost. And you, you're and our
0: champion, I aren't you?
1: I am the champion. Pretty sure you're the champion. You hold I am the title belt. My
2: friend. <clears throat> All right.
0: So the way this game works is the oh. uh, the app provides <laughs> the app <laughs> provides us with two scenarios, and we are choosing one of them. But our goal is to actually choose the one that most people have chosen. So after we pick it, it'll tell us what percentage of people playing this app have chosen that. And uh, we'll each do five
1: mm. best
0: of wins. So I'm going to start with you.
1: Can we start today over, please?
0: <laughs> hey, at least you know how to say frappe now. I <laughs> know.
1: And coffee.
0: <laughs> Bonk. All right, sorry. Would you rather have very rich parents who are never at home and who don't care much about you? This is sad. Mm. Or have poor and caring parents who are always there for you? It seems... I mean
1: I'm going to say I'm going to say poor caring parents.
0: Correct. And okay, this gives good. me hope. That's 69% say that and that's really high for this app.
1: Good. Good job,
0: good job America. <laughs> Would you rather have your parents go through your text messages or have your employer go through your text messages?
2: Mm.
1: Like I don't know. <laughs> um, I ain't hiding anything in my text messages. so. Okay,
0: well, imagine you were in your teenage years, but you had a phone.
1: And an employer.
0: And an employer. <laughs> you are working at the local Wienerschnitzel.
1: I'm going to say, uh, I don't know. I'm going to say parents.
0: Parents? Yeah. Uh, no. Really? Uh, employer, 55%. Seriously, employer. Yeah. see,
1: I thought that more people would have more <clears throat> gripes about like their job and their employers. Yeah, I don't know. You know, anyway,
0: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, okay, I don't know if you are aware of this, what this is referencing to, but you might be because you have teenagers or a teenager.
1: No, two. Are they teenagers. both teenagers? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. you yeah, have two teenagers. Would you rather subscribe to PewDiePie or subscribe to T Series? Do you know about this rivalry? on YouTube.
1: I know who PewDiePie is. I don't know who T-Series is.
0: T-Series is like a... I want to say like a Bollywood type thing, but both of these channels were racing to be the first to have a billion subscribers. And T-Series barely edged it out.
1: Is PewDiePie older than T-Series? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with PewDiePie. First.
0: PewDiePie? Whoa. 72%. Yeah? Yeah.
1: Because, like... They've got loyal fans. I guess that's my thought. I guess so. Mm-hmm.
0: Would you rather be Batman or be Superman?
1: Oh, I thought you were gonna say or Robin. <laughs> <laughs> um. Mm-hmm.
0: To me, this is Batman. An easy answer. No.
1: Mm-hmm. He's got the cave and the cars. Oh,
0: America agrees with me. Fifty-eight <laughs> percent says be Superman. All, All right, so can you do have is fly. So you have you have two, and then you.
1: No, I have three. You have three? I don't know. I think you have two. Mm-hmm.
0: Two to two, and you got one more here.
1: Okay.
0: Would you rather have an unlimited international first class ticket? on oh, an airplane. Or would you rather never have to pay for food at restaurants?
1: Oh, my word. Wow.
0: <sighs> this is rare. There's no losing in this scenario type thing.
1: <clears throat> I think I'm going to go with food.
0: Yeah, you know, I would go with that, too.
1: I personally would go with a ticket. Personally, But me. you're
0: choosing But I'm this, choosing. And that was a good choice. 64% good. said that. All right. So you got three out of five. So let's uh, see how I do. See if I can beat you. Which I typically always do.
1: Because <laughs> I'm Ooh. the
0: greatest. There's oh, we got an, an ad. advertisement an playing ad. right now. And they're not a sponsor. So we're not going to give them the airtime.
1: How much longer
0: does it got to go. go before you Kay. hit the X?
1: I okay. hit the X. <laughs> Would you rather? (laughs) This is dumb.
0: Nobody gets to see your faces. Would you rather?
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, because I (laughs) so pretty. Yeah, sure. Would you rather have a third leg or a third (laughs) arm? (laughs) I know. I had to go right into the second option. I could not linger on the first one.
0: (laughs) So let's see. With a third leg, you would think it would help you run faster, but I feel like it would just make you clumsier. Mm -hmm. With a third arm, though, you could get something else done, depending on where the arm was. If it was, like, in the middle of your chest, I don't know. That would get in the way.
1: Out your belly button.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But if you had just, like, two on one side, where you could, like, be drinking a coffee with one and typing with the other two, I mean, I'm going to go with arm.
1: Why is neither not an option? (laughs) 80% said arm.
0: Yeah. Dang, that's Mm -hmm. really high. I think that's the highest ratio I've ever seen Mm in that game.
1: Yep. All right. Would you rather work 20 hours every day or stop using internet? What? Oh,
0: gosh. Oh,
1: 20 hours every day. I thought it was every week. And I was like, what is this question even (laughs) meaning?
0: 20 hours every day or don't ever have internet again? Mm -hmm. Yep. Forget that. I will work. No, I, I can't do that. <laughs> Shoot. I would, I would say I'd rather not have the internet, I think. Really? Yeah.
1: Ooh, 58% would work 20 hours. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: That's four hours of sleep, you guys, and no time with family or friends. Mm-hmm. Whatsoever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, forget
1: that. But I guess, I mean, really, if you consider it, we work... For the entire time that we're awake, mostly.
0: Mm, But that ain't what it's talking about. Well. You know that. I mean, anyway.
1: (laughs) Would you rather be blind or be deaf?
0: Deaf. So I feel like if I was blind, I'd be terrified all the time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because I'd come up behind you and scare you. Absolutely you would.
0: (laughs) I would have so many friends who were such close friends that they'd have no problem just Freaking me out all the time. No,
1: but then you would have supersonic hearing, so you'd Super be able. Supersonic. <laughs> Not just a-
0: slightly heightened hearing. <laughs> you would be a bat.
1: <laughs> Fine, you said deaf. You would you'd be, rather be deaf. That's what you said. <laughs> yeah. Seventy-six percent agree with you. All
0: right, so two to one now. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: would you rather win an Olympic medal or win the Nobel Prize?
0: <sighs> Nobel Prize. Pretty much, I mean, if it's the peace prize, it pretty much means nothing anymore. The scientific ones mean something. Uh, Olympic medal.
1: mm No, 63% really? 63% said Nobel Prize.
0: Y'all some crazy fools.
1: I know, I really thought for sure.
0: All right, two and two. See if I can tie it up and we get a sudden death.
1: Would you rather be able to control water? Or control fire.
0: Ooh, that one's scary. (laughs) But then again, hold on. Hear me out.
1: Okay. If I can
0: control fire, that means I could stop fire. Yeah? I could be a hero. We got wildfires going off all over the place. There's a thousand songs (laughs) along those lines.
1: Shoot.
0: And then I could freak out my enemies. Nobody's gonna be freaked out by getting sprayed with water.
1: Yeah, but you can also stop flooding. Yeah, but that do not
0: happen as much as fires. you think. Like actual damaging floods. Okay,
1: but here's the thing. If you can control water, can you also control tropical storms and hurricanes?
0: No, because you can't control wind.
1: Right, but you can control the water from... Maybe. Doing whatever it does. This is, this is more... Th- <laughs>
0: you can stop the water from... <laughs> watering all over the place you know how the, the when the, the storm starts and it starts yeah, to exactly water in a circle
1: <laughs> i know i feel like i should know more about tropical storms and hurricanes
0: shoot this is this is a surprisingly difficult deep question
1: i need you to pick one um, before your phone
0: but everything's right turns on off. fire fire fire
1: okay fire. Oh, fifty-eight no. percent ah. said water. Dang, you right. lose.
0: Mo wins.
1: See? You're a loser. See, that's
0: a two-streak for you right there. <laughs> Two-game streak for your worst game ever. So <laughs> congratulations. Yay. Uh, okay, I've got some links to open here because we are going to talk about the adventures of Florida Man today. Oh my goodness. Recent. That sounded adventures. really scary. Florida Man. Yeah so before we um came back from this little rebranding we didn't have like headphones or anything (laughs) we just kind of winged it Mm -hmm. and uh (laughs)
1: is it winged it or wung it
0: well i almost said wanged it and that's not the right word for
1: sure (laughs) (laughs) i need you to stop i have to stop (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, welcome to the show today, everybody.
1: This it's Wednesday. Show
0: to listen to all right. it's
1: always our best day <laughs> Wednesday is always our best yeah. day
0: so anyway with the headphones on its all game changer and everything sounds weird especially mm-hmm. the way we talk and all these weird we were just playing with the microphones before the show started doing crinkling napkins and mm-hmm. clicking things in the microphone to see what it's shaking like. a pill bottle yeah it's like we've got new toys it's fun yeah we're it is children. fun we are children 35
1: year old children <laughs>
0: Story number one. Florida man steals $600 worth of cat blood from a veterinary clinic.
1: Seriously?
0: happened on September 24th, St. Augustine, Florida. A man caught in surveillance video is suspected of stealing cat blood from a vet. Oh, the St. John's County Sheriff also posted pictures showing the man who walked up to the door of the Anastasia Cat Clinic uh, on September 17th. So that's when they actually happened. Uh, The man was seen touching and expecting an Antec Diagnostics blood box before leaving the area. About 20 minutes later, a truck seen in the parking lot and a man wearing the same clothing walked up to the clinic and took the box. The box contained four vials of cat blood. $600 loss for the clinic.
1: Why? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. I'm disturbed.
0: <laughs> well, it keeps going.
1: Great. Florida
0: man calls 911 after neighbors yell, shoot, shoot, during a hockey game. <clears throat> Neighbor called sheriff deputies on some rabid Tampa Bay Lightning fans who were screaming, shoot, shoot, as they watched game three of the Stanley Cup finals. The call prompted several Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputies to show up at Devon Garnett's apartment door. He and two friends had gathered to watch the game from Garnett's Radius Palms apartment. In the first period, the trio began screaming for a goal, prompting the 911 call. The caller told dispatchers someone was yelling loudly in the uh, apartment above just before 8.30 p.m. So... They came to the door and thought there were guns in the house, Garnet, 26, told the Tampa Bay Times. We're like, no, we're just screaming for Stephen Stamkos. (laughs) According to a sheriff's office dispatch report released Thursday, the the complainant told police he heard a couple screaming at each other with one yelling, I dare you to shoot.
1: (laughs) Oh, my word.
0: Oh, man. Shoot, as in shoot the puck, guys.
1: Shoot the puck. And
0: lastly, Florida man sues McDonald's.
1: Here we After go.
0: allegedly chipping his tooth on a McNugget. Hold up. All right, the Florida man is suing McDonald's for over a million dollars. Million. With an M. After allegedly chipping a tooth on a chicken McNugget, the man, Alexei Stolfett, I have no idea if I pronounced that correctly, received his food from Uber Eats from a West Palm Beach McDonald's. Uh, He said that he felt pain in his mouth and suffered from headaches for three days after biting into a bone in one of the chicken nuggets. Stolfit reportedly discovered that his tooth was cracked in two places and would require surgery. Representative from McDonald's could not provide further comment, but the spokesperson for the chain responded to the Sun Sentinel. He said, providing safe, high-quality food is always a top priority. We take these claims seriously, but as this is a pending litigation, we cannot comment further at this time. He is seeking $1.1 million and a recall of all McNuggets.
1: He better not. To
0: avoid massive consumer injury.
1: He better not.
0: <laughs> he did say if he wins the legal battle, he will donate $1 million to charity. So he's only keeping the point one himself. But, <laughs> okay, so have you ever experienced a bone in a nugget? No. I mean, it's mashed up chicken. It's not even, like, cuts of chicken. They don't slice the chicken and then put it in a nugget. They, like... Chop it up really, really fine. I don't think there could be a bone. They do get bone pieces in their meat, their hamburger meat, but they're typically like soft, softened a bit sometimes.
1: Is it bone or is it gristle? No, that. it's
0: actually, there's, there actually can be bone chips in it. I've experienced it three or four times that I've looked it up. There can actually. But it's only in like the cheaper burgers, the thin burgers, the hamburger burgers, not the quarter pounders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hamburger burger burger burgers. How many times can I say burgers? I don't know. <laughs> but I don't. I've never heard of that in the nuggets of any kind anywhere. You know what I mean? Mm, you know what I mean? Yeah. You with me on this?
1: I'm with you. But I've been really? eating nuggets for about 35 years. Yeah, I ain't never I got totally, a bone.
0: And I totally understand you wanting to be compensated for it, but don't curse all of us by taking away all of our nuggets
1: but listen (laughs) how can he be so certain that it was when he was eating the nuggets i mean he said he felt pain and a headache for three days
0: right there's pain in my mouth
1: Mm mm-hmm <laughs> How can you properly and assuredly pinpoint that it happened when you were eating the nuggets?
0: I mean, this nugget's shaped like a boot. Clearly, this is a chicken leg, and chicken legs have bones in them. Mm-hmm. I just bit a bone. <laughs> what's it the deal like with the McDonald's? What's the what's the deal with the McDonald's? What's the McDeal deal? What's, what's the big the deal with these McDonald's? shapes? <laughs> these nugget shapes. Why is there a boot? There's like a boot, a circle, a raindrop. And like,
1: why are you looking at your nuggets so much before you eat them?
0: Like one round on the top and like squared bottom. It's like the dinosaur leg from a toy. You know what I mean? I don't know. You don't look at your food before you eat it?
1: No. And I ain't never bitten to a bone. (laughs)
0: I ain't never bit a bone either. So I'm not going to start looking at what Alexi, I'm eating now. see,
1: whatever, whatever.
0: <laughs> Florida Man, America's worst superhero. Let's take a break there. When we come back, uh, we've got a top list for you.
1: Keep it right here for Sweet Tunes here on LTN Radio. And we'll be back in a few. Stick around. What
0: up, nerd? We hope you're enjoying the podcast. But did you know that Love Thy Nerd showcases most of their content on LTN Radio First? That's right. Check the schedule and listen to most of our shows before they're available here over at LTNOnAir.com. While you're streaming, you'll also hear the best mix of Christian rock, rap, pop, and indie, and even some content made exclusively for our radio listeners. Stream directly from LTNOnAir.com or download the live 365 app and favorite LTN radio. And let us become your new daily soundtrack. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to the Macro Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm Station Manager
1: Matt. And I'm Mo. And before we do anything else, I've got five random impacts for you. McDonald's. Once made bubblegum flavored broccoli. Ultimately, the attempt to get kids to eat healthier didn't go over well with child taste testers who were confused by the taste. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: okay, so this wasn't like Republic consumption. This was like a taste. Yeah. This was like a behind the scenes. Yeah. Let's see if they like this. hmm. Huh. hmm. Yep. I've seen bubblegum flavored grapes recently, like at the Albertsons. Have you seen that?
1: Um, They're cotton candy grapes, oh, right. not bubblegum. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, get it right. I've got the facts, not Matt.
0: That's right.
1: I'll <laughs> lose oh, uh, <owns> it now. <laughs> the first oranges weren't actually orange, but green. In fact, oranges in warmer regions like Vietnam and Thailand still stay green through maturity. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Nope. Yep.
0: Couldn't do it. Couldn't eat it. <laughs> Won't do it. Won't eat it. <laughs>
1: A cow-bison hybrid is called a beefalo. (laughs) 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 Its meat is available for purchase in 21 states. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
0: I don't know why I find that so funny. A beefalo. <laughs> beefalo! <laughs>
1: beefalo. Uh, John Chapman, or rather, Johnny Appleseed's apples were not actually made for eating. He planted bitter apple trees and the intent was to be made into apple cider. Mm. hmm Yep. And last one, armadillo shells are bulletproof. One Texas man was hospitalized when a bullet he shot at an armadillo ricocheted off the animal and hit him in the jaw. What? Yep.
0: That's messed up. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Five random facts. Good facts,
0: good facts. You should have said beefalo for last though. That was the that mm. was the topper. So sorry. <laughs> You're doing good with the facts, Mo and I'm proud of you. And I kinda like being surprised by the facts. Mm-hmm. So
1: it's fun, huh? I, I enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it.
0: All <laughs> right, we got a midweek top list for you today. Ten popular inventions that just up and died. You ready for this? Hey. Okay. Number one, TiVo. Remember TiVo? Yeah. Remember how widespread TiVo was? Mm-hmm. And then one day it was gone.
1: gone. Mm hmm. Yep.
0: In the dark days before devices like TiVo were introduced, it wasn't easy to record live television and forget about pausing it to go to the bathroom or grab a snack. Now that's just commonplace. Hmm? Hulu TV, YouTube TV, any, anything.
1: Um, Netflix, I mean, even all watching cable TV, you know, direct TV. Yeah, most
0: things you can do now just with normal DVRs. Yep.
1: Well, no, Some are just watching live television, I can pause it to go to the bathroom, or I can rewind it back.
0: Yeah, but it's like a virtual DVR, it's what does that, isn't it?
1: No, I'm just watching live TV, I can pause it.
0: But I
1: think... <laughs> I'm watching um, it real time. But, 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 okay. 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 All okay. right, whatever. Okay. okay. Here okay. we go. This okay. is how Matt and okay. I argue. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you want to be right? Okay. Let you, I'll let you think that. All right, fine, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to show you by videoing. When I, I, I get know, home.
0: I know how it looks, like it works, but it's because it uses a background recording process called a virtual DBR.
1: Okay, but all that I was saying was it doesn't have to be pre-recorded. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I agree okay. with that.
1: All right, I'm I watching live that. TV and I can pause it.
0: Yes. Okay. Agree with that. That's
1: all I was saying.
0: No, I'm saying that as well. <laughs>
1: move along we're only in the first one <laughs>
0: Right, the other one was next one uh google glass
1: oh i don't remember this google one.
0: glass didn't actually really like hit the market with people but it was hyped for years and even eventually like there was the video from google saying here it's coming and then it just got all abandoned it was this um frame that you would put over your glasses or it would just be sitting on your nose if you didn't have glasses With a little display that would sit right in front of one of your eyes. And it would basically put you in a computer environment. You'd look through that display and it would put the computer stuff in front of you. So you could tap it, ask questions, ask Google questions, kind of like we do with our phones now. And get like real-time display in front of you. It would also help with like maps, directions, all kinds of things. Contacts, uh, talking to people, all that.
1: How would they work out the depth perception of it?
0: I don't know, and that might have been what killed it. I don't know, okay. but it was originally going to come out. It was going to be uh, fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, public interest just kind of died
1: mm-hmm.
0: for privacy concern reasons. Really, uh, you can also like record on. Like it had a seven. 720p camera that you could videotape as you're walking. Like you could have a record of an event that you lived on. Kind of like Final Cut. Did you ever see Final Cut with Robin Williams?
2: No.
0: Ooh, it's a good movie. But it was all about like in the future, when you're born, you're implanted with this thing that records everything that you see. From your perspective. Interesting. Your entire life. Okay. What Final Cut is about is companies take that footage and build a video memorial for you to play at your funeral and he is one of the guys that does that and he goes through basically your entire life to pull out some things and his job is to pull out all the naughty or terrible things that you've done and not use that footage
1: make you look like this great person mm-hmm. interesting and then
0: it gets really creepy
1: it's not a comedy say. at all
0: it's a dark movie but it's a good movie okay Ooh. moving on MySpace.
1: Oh, I miss MySpace. (sighs) That's great. I miss being able to pick a profile song and put my friends in order.
0: Choose my top eight. Uh
1: huh. You done messed up, A.A. Ron. (laughs) You going to number nine.
0: (laughs) Nobody's going to see you unless they click the whole friends page button. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It was, it was, there, there was like no rules. You could. Change the whole background. The background. It could be all sparkly or moving or whatever. Have a song that plays as soon as you open the page.
1: And can you imagine how cool it would be now? Now with all like the, the how do you say it? The GIFs? Is that right?
0: It is pronounced officially as GIF. Is it? But people like will peanut butter? yell at you for it. Yes, like the peanut butter.
1: Okay. Well, okay, so with all of that, all the new technology that we have just think about how cool myspace could be mm-hmm, mm-hmm. myspace was be already right so now. much cooler than facebook
0: <laughs> and i remember that too i remember when facebook just was hitting the scene mm-hmm. and i remember being like ain't no way i'm moving from myspace to facebook forget that noise and then i was off the computer for a couple of years and then i'm like oh myspace is dead yeah
1: i so. know uh, okay Hmm. well
0: guess I'll head on over there then.
1: Yeah, made me sad. <laughs> I wish I could log into my mama, my my my
0: my It still kind of exists, but not as what it used to be and nobody cares about it.
1: It's so. more for music now, no, isn't really, it? No?
0: Yeah, that's oh, what okay. I mean. Yeah, it's really just for music and
1: yeah.
0: it's one of a hundred websites similar mm-hmm. to that that nobody cares about. Yeah. <laughs> All right, there was a smartwatch called a Pebble. Do you remember when those came out? No. It was long before the Apple Watch, Samsung Galaxy Watch, all those. Long before it, it was black and white. You know, it was like a basic digital readout. and But it would like, you could send messages to people through that phone. Like a text message to them directly to their watch. Hmm. And so the example it has here is like, you know, your wife sent you, remember to pick up some milk. It's just like a digital message thing. It was like, it's almost like the next evolution for a pager. You know what I mean?
1: <clears throat> interesting
0: <laughs> but then you know things happened and better things came out and it was gone
1: i think i can get my kids one of those for christmas instead of a smartwatch <laughs>
0: here's your pebble
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: nintendo virtual boy do you remember the virtual boy
1: no oh my
0: gosh okay well first of all you could only play it by standing up or sitting in a position where you could lean forward into these goggles the goggles was the device, and it would be sitting on the thing. And you'd look in, and it would just be the game would be built in red lines. It's so, like, you know, kind of like how old timey video games used to look, where they were all in green lines, mm-hmm. everything was built in green lines. This is yeah. the opposite in red. Not okay. Opposite, I guess, but it was in red. And it would give kind of like a 3D effect, like there would be like three levels of okay. perception that you could see through this. But you would be playing games. You'd have a little controller on the outside, and you'd be playing games, looking in this thing. And after about thirty minutes of this, you would get sick, hmm. <laughs> and your back would really hurt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but I remember they had it set up at like the blockbuster. There was that. So that was the only time I ever played it. So I would go, and I was just tall enough. The way they were set, I was just tall enough to be able to stand directly up and look in it and play it. And I would play this Wario game and I don't even remember what it was called, but you were like throwing things mm-hmm. to the back trying to hit Wario or hit somebody. And uh yeah, it was it was a good time, but it wasn't meant to be. <laughs> they put a lot of effort into this in nineteen ninety five and uh didn't not work. Did not work. But thirty two bit graphics, just red and black is all. So
1: Sounds like a great time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, number five, Napster. Ooh. Gosh. The way we stole things mm-hmm. at, from Napster.
1: I loved Napster.
0: <laughs> right? I was all about Napster mm-hmm. in high school when oh, I couldn't no. afford to buy music.
1: Exactly.
0: Uh not that this is a confession or anything if anybody's listening over at the RIA. But uh <laughs>
1: And they can we really get in trouble? Oh, like, absolutely. Twenty years later? Seriously? Absolutely. There's gotta be some sort of There's no statute of
0: limitations. Why? It's stealing music and murder. Those I things was have never no stealing music. Lim- I
1: don't know. I don't even know what Napster is. I thought you said hamster.
0: <laughs> that and I think LimeWire. I had both of those at one point. Just
1: Lemon Lime? No, down. I've never heard of lemon lime. <laughs>
0: Napster, I don't, I'm not tired. What? I'm not sure what you're talking about. I don't need to take a Napster.
1: <laughs> I think we need to move on from this one before we get in trouble.
0: <laughs> Number four, MapQuest. Yes! MapQuest was the thing. If you needed to travel anywhere, you did it by going to MapQuest and printing out your 15 pages of directions.
1: <laughs> yes. So let me tell you. Yeah. We have told our boys... You know, Mila's not at that age yet, but we go we travel quite a bit and yeah. we have GPSs built into our cars now, you know. Mm-hmm. So we just pull them up if we need to or on our phone. Yeah. But we told our boys when Chris first went to basic training, the second part of his basic training, he had to drive from Tennessee to Florida and drove with his fifteen Easy pages and of MapQuest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, on top of that, ended up getting a flat tire in the middle of nowhere, had a certain time that he had to be at the base before he was considered AWOL. He was within like an hour of being considered AWOL, got a flat tire doesn't have directions has to figure out where to go to get his flat tire changed calls his brother at three o'clock in the morning nick saves the day by pulling up MapQuest on the computer (laughs) and he's like okay you got to take this street to this street and then there's like there there's some sort of tire place over there it says it's open right now it says it's 24 hours our boys minds were blown they were like what Before the age of smartphones, when everything you needed was at your fingertips, you had you to have a good Can you imagine life
0: without smartphones now? Uh-uh. Just cannot. No. Like we told you about on Monday, we went on that, that long road trip, mm-hmm. 12 different states, um, 3,500 miles. If we didn't have my smartphone connected to the car that we had rented, it was up on the screen showing us exactly where to go. And even if we missed the turn, it just recalculates and tells you how to get there anyway. If we didn't have that, no way I would have been confident enough to do that. Yeah. Like, we're going to Texas and then we're coming back. That's Mm -hmm. what the trip would have been.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I was 18, I drove from Maryland, from my dad's home in Maryland, back to my house in North Carolina. And what was supposed to be a six-hour trip ended up being a nine-and-a-half-hour trip <laughs> because I was just continually following, following road signs. And road signs were just kind of taking me along the outskirts of where I needed to go. <laughs> it was not the direct shot. Yeah. So I finally not made the, it home. And my the quickest
2: route available. <laughs> yeah. My
1: roommate was like, what took you so long? What road did you take? I don't know. <laughs>
2: I don't
0: know, there were arrows, and I yeah. followed them. I what followed the
1: signs. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: but even that, like, even before the the smartphone thing, the one where, like, back when we just had, like, the Tom Toms and the Garmins that mm-hmm. you had to, like, buy and subscribe yes. to. And then had to then, update the maps. Yeah, even during that time, MapQuest was on the way out because of Google Maps. Google Maps started... Becoming more and more popular, did the exact same thing that MapQuest did. Yeah. Google did what it does. And, like, hey, you're doing a thing that's popular? We can do that thing, and then we're going to do it better. Or at least we're going to do it more conveniently because people are already on Google and they're like, well, just, since I'm already here checking my email, I might as well plan out my trip. Mm. And that's what they did.
1: Yeah, but they failed miserably when they tried to do that with Facebook.
0: (laughs) They did. Oh, my gosh. Google Plus was such Mm -hmm. a garbage fire.
1: Mm -hmm. Hey, is that on the list or no?
0: I don't think that was ever even slightly popular.
1: (laughs) I feel like it got, I don't want to say popular, but.
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. People used it as like, well, I've looked at all of the things on Facebook today because this was before your timeline would automatically update. It would just be the straight oh, yeah. order of what happened. And mm. like, well, okay, I've caught up to where I was yesterday. I guess I'll go see if anything's on Google+. Click, click. Nope. Click off. That's all it was, you know? That's fair. where people would go to share links that nobody clicked on. And then you'd just go back over to Facebook. That's mm. all you did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three, the Palm Pilot.
1: Oh, wow. Remember those? My dad had a Palm Pilot. Yeah,
0: he take notes on them. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought my dad was so cool with his Palm Pilot. The
0: personal digital assistant. Mm-hmm. It had a maximum of 512 kilobytes of RAM.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that means.
0: Very little amount of, of data okay. and processing speed and stuff. Could barely do anything. Cool, but they were popular.
1: Mm-hmm. They, were popular. they really were.
0: Number two, Betamax.
1: Well, I don't know what those are.
0: Betamax, back when, okay, you know, like how oh. Blu-ray and HD DVD were going at it to see which was yes. going to be the next evolution. Mm-hmm. Of them? This is what was happening between VHSs and Betamax tapes. They were oh. two different versions of tapes. Both going at it for that market share for huh. that place in society VHS won but there were Betamax like rental stores and things like that really? yeah
1: Interesting. Um,
0: but uh yeah it was, it was let's see JVC was the one that came out with the VHS uh, the Betamax might have been it's own thing I don't see a company behind it here anyway long defunct uh, as recording technology. But yeah, I do remember even when we were little kids, I remember there being a Betamax rental store. Really? Mhm. In in my town at the time.
1: Hmm. <clears throat> but few
0: people under 40 know much about it. And we're technically under 40, so. Yeah,
1: we are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and lastly the Segway.
1: Oh my goodness. When was the
0: last time you heard about a Segway?
1: You know what? When we were in Florida, La- last summer is that considered last summer not this past summer but yeah, the last yeah, yeah. summer um there were still cops on segways oh yeah Florida. they're still around
0: like we went to nashville and they were doing like segway tours or whatever yeah. but nobody's buying them for themselves anymore it's now relegated to those kind of things security guards and that's true what used to be walking tours now segway tours you don't see them, anybody like, I'm going to buy a Segway and drive around my neighborhood on it. That just doesn't happen anymore. Do
1: you have to sign some sort of waiver before you go on a Segway tour? Like, I would be I'm that person you. that would die <laughs> yeah. on a Segway tour. <laughs> we I,
0: saw some in Nashville. We're like, man, we should have planned to get on those. We didn't have the time at that point to make it happen. It um, would have been cool.
1: I would flip one or drive it into <laughs> traffic. Get hit by a car. It can
0: only go up to 10 miles per hour.
1: Yeah, and 10 miles an hour is very fast when you're on a little moving
0: device but, uh, like that. But here's the sad thing. They've been discontinued as of this year. Really? So all those cops, the security guards, and tours, this is their last round. They got to keep them up until they just fail, and then they won't get them anymore. No more Segways. Now they're just gonna have to buy those weird hoverboards that catch fire. <laughs> Don't you all have one of those? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it caught fire yep. yet? Mm-mm. Okay, one day, give it time.
1: Watch yourself. It's
0: 2020 after all.
1: That's why we haven't <laughs> ridden it all year. <laughs>
0: all right. Well, before we take a break here, I got a bad joke for you. you oh gosh. Here we go. Oh gosh. It's my weekly bad joke. We're gonna start doing. Mm. What do you give? ...to a sick lemon.
1: Some kind of juice.
0: Lemon aid. (laughs) right, Alright, let's take a break here. When we come back, it is Holy Hump Day, and we're going to talk about prayer and why it's so difficult to make it happen.
1: Bow your heads and close your eyes when we come back.
0: Stick around.
2: I'm Hector Mirai, and this is Faith and Fandom 180 on LTN Radio. The month of October is one of the most artistic months in the world because of things like Inktober or Arttober, which, in a nutshell, are prompt lists that are put out by different people to challenge people to pick up a pen and draw something once a day for the entire month of October. And lots and lots of people participate in it. And there are different people that have put out different prompts. But they all do the same thing, which is challenging people to do art every day for a month. And realistically, that's the only time I draw each year. And some of the prompts are more challenging than others. Some are fun. Some are frustrating. But for this one month, you have thousands and thousands of people submitting to direction of someone that is challenging them to actually do something with their life. And if you actually stick to some of the more mainstream ones like Inktober, You've got people all doing the same thing, like today's word is Blade. My oldest daughter just drew someone from Demon Slayer, and I'm going to draw Blade the Vampire from Marvel on some roller skates and title it Rollerblade, because I'm a corny old man. But the thing is, we are in this place where we are willing to submit to people's instruction, and guidance in this fashion and i'm just telling you guys if we can do this where we submit to somebody on instagram telling us what to draw how much more could our lives be challenged if we actually submit to what god is leading us to with his word in psalm 119 105 We see your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. And if you read through all of Psalm 119, it's this echoed concept that God is giving us prompts. God is giving us direction. God is giving us clear guidance. And if we are willing to actually go to him and submit and follow him, we will have all the guidance we need for our life. But sadly, most of the time, we don't actually follow the prompts God gives us. So let Inktober, Arttober, and all of this month be a reminder to us that we can be better if we're willing to submit to the prompts, to the leadership, to the wisdom our God gives us. Remember to catch Faith and Fandom 180 every Wednesday morning on the Back Row Radio Morning Show, only on LTN Radio. And if you'd like to learn more about what Faith and Fandom is, you can head over to our Facebook page where you can find information on our Comic-Con ministry and our book series. I'm Hector Mirai, and thanks for sharing 180 seconds with day. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show here on LTN Radio. I'm the station manager,
0: Matt.
1: And I'm Mo. and it's Holy Hump Day, and we're talking about prayer today. Specifically, why
0: is it so hard to pray? So, uh, this is kind of going to be the format moving forward. Wednesdays is when we're going to hit our specific uh, Christian-themed topic. Um, most of the time. And I wanted to start with this one first because it's one that's been on my mind lately because of my sons. Mm -hmm. One of the things, like, long before Eli was born, one of the things Deidre and I talked about is, like, we really need to focus on, like, praying with them, let them grow up in a home that values prayer. Mm -hmm. And then we probably stunk at it for (laughs) six years now. Mm -hmm. Like, we just cannot remember. We cannot get into that habit of praying with him at hmm. any point. And so in the last uh, month or so, I've really, really focused on praying. I put, I put our youngest down. She puts uh, Eli, our six-year-old, down. I put Johnny, our three-year-old, down. Mm-hmm. And I've been focusing on, okay, we'll read the books and get you comfortable in bed. Before I go, we're going to pray. Mm-hmm. And the good thing about him is that he loves following the plan. And so once I did it like twice, now he can remind me, mm-hmm. so I don't have to remember. And there have been a couple nights where I get up and goes like, "Oh, Daddy, mm-hmm. forgot to pray." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh, right, okay." And we get down and pray, mm-hmm. and it's adorable. He, you know, clasps his hand, and closes mm-hmm. his little eyes, and as soon as I say "Amen," he goes "Amen," you know, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's fantastic. But it is keeping that in his mind of this is something that we do, mm-hmm. and uh, so Danger now trying to do that as well with Eli. Um, But he doesn't ever remember, and so she doesn't remember sometimes, and it's a little more difficult. She has the harder job. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't understand why it's been so difficult to develop that habit. But at the same time, looking at that, I realize I fall into that same trap just with my personal prayer life. Mm -hmm. Um, I, uh, I hardly ever pray over meals, and I don't know if that's something that you specifically are supposed to really do or if that's just... A good habit christians have gotten in over the years i've god never is really great
1: god is good <laughs> let us thank him for, for our, our food, food. <laughs> <laughs> hey. i've never
0: i've never gotten i've never seen like scripture that specifically says pray before you eat i might be wrong on that but i don't recall that anyway but
1: i don't think it's a commandment i think it was more of a ritual that was documented
0: is it in the bible that they would as a constant but thing, they would or did it just become like a yeah, like, like a ritual like post Bible times?
1: No. I'm like you know, they would thank God for whatever they had. Their sacri- the sacrifice that of the animal or
0: Yeah okay, you know, okay, okay, okay,
1: they would thank God before the feast. Okay, whatever okay. that feast was. So I think that's probably where praying before you eat okay. guess, but that's
0: just something i've never been able to get into the habit of unless i'm like in a group like Mm -hmm. in a group for some reason i think about it and i remember
1: Mm -hmm, because you want to be (laughs) oversaved. yeah absolutely
0: i'll pray for us guys go ahead and uh, hey stop eating we're not jewish at this table (laughs) i remember the first time someone told me that too are we jewish today i'm like what does that mean well you're eating before we pray is that something that jews do I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't understand that reference, and I feel like we may have offended someone. So <laughs> let's just move on from this one.
0: <laughs> but anyway, it's 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 hard to get in that. And it comes along the same time of like quiet time. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's the standard Christian struggle of having a daily quiet time. But but I can't even get into a daily habit of prayer most of the time. I go through long stretches where I do have a good period of time. Where I pray almost every single day, multiple times a day, and then I have long periods where I don't. Typically, my favorite time to pray and the time I think about it the most is when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. And there was a long period of time where I was either living here and going to college a town over, mm-hmm. or I was living a town over and when I was working at this town ta- in this town, mm-hmm. and so I had every day two like twenty-five minute drives. Where I could pray. Mm -hmm. And I would do that. And I did it every single day, both times, going over, you know, family members, friends, different things going on in, in my church, my life, my relationship, all that. And that was a good time for me. Like I was I was feeling like I was I was getting more connected with God. I was I was getting a little bit more focused on where He wanted me to go in my life. But then when that left, when, I, when now everything I do is in this one town and I don't drive longer than two minutes anywhere, I don't ever think about it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and so it's really only been, again, like in this last month lately that I've remembered to, yeah, you know, it's not just praying with my kid. I need to pray myself more often on a daily basis, at least. Is that something you struggle with? I'm blathering on.
1: So as you've been sitting here blabbering on, I've really been trying to figure out if I struggle oh, shoot. with prayer. Sorry, hit the microphone. Jeez. with you know whether or not I struggle with prayer, and I really, really don't want to say this. <laughs> but Quit making
0: me admit things.
1: Generally, no. Generally, I I really don't struggle with prayer, really? and that's something that I know it makes me sound super, like. Hoity toity no suck <laughs> up in the air, better Christian than everybody else, na-na-na-na-na. But it's not that. I grew up in the house that I grew up in. Every morning before we would go to school, my brother and I, my dad, we would all leave the house right around the same time. yeah and My mom was a stay-at-home mom. So before we would all leave the house, she had us stand in a circle, hold hands, and we all prayed for our day that we wow. would have a great day. Um, I can remember when I was probably 14, 15, I couldn't sleep. I think I was probably anxious for whatever was happening the next day. I went into my mom, kind of tears in my eyes, saying, I just can't sleep. I can't fall asleep. And she said, Megan, just pray. And I said, well, won't, doesn't that make me a bad Christian if I fall asleep when I pray? And she's like, no, what better way to fall asleep than in conversation with the Lord? And so still to this day, if I can't sleep or Mila does the same thing, she'll come in the room, I can't sleep, and I'll tell her, go lay down in bed and just pray. Talk to God until you fall asleep. So it's just one of those things that I don't really like talking to a lot of people throughout the day, so I'll talk to God.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, that's fantastic. Yeah. Like, I know you don't want the praise, so I'm not going to give you the praise, but... I really know, I really think that 's great yeah. and that and i 'm honestly envious of that because that 's something that was instilled in you, yeah, and that 's what I want for my kids you mm-hmm. know uh, that 's that 's fantastic, and i 'm very happy that that 's the case for you, and now I feel worse so <laughs>
1: <you>. <laughs> I will say this though i I tend to see you know, and Chris and I have had this conversation before, whereas he kind of sees. His prayer life—he he's in a habit where it's like a check sheet, mm-hmm. you know, which that's how he's his in his job and every job that he's had as an adult. You have a checklist that yeah. you have to go through, and so I can understand why that would kind of become a habitual thing in most of his life, you know, all areas of his life. His check sheet when he goes to pray is. He's got to make sure he prays for this person and this person and thanks God for this thing and this thing. And if he doesn't, then he feels bad, you know, wakes up the next morning with this guilt and he'll talk to me about it. And then I'm like, I I have a very hard time understanding because all throughout the day, like I said, I'm just kind of, hey, God, thanks for this. Hey, God, thanks for that. So you're in
0: that mindset from second thessalonians i think pray it continually yeah, without pray, ceasing pray without ceasing mm-hmm. which, which really is just like don't say amen mm-hmm. you don't need to end it it's not the end of the thing just mm-hmm. always be in constant uh, communication awareness yeah mm-hmm. that god is with you there mm-hmm. you can talk to him at any point yeah which is great
1: i think that i've realized that a lot of people don't like to hear me talk so you know well i'll let god hear me <laughs>
0: glad you're on the morning show <laughs>
1: <laughs> no people who don't know me they enjoy hearing me talk oh, okay, but so those okay. who are close to me in my life are like megan shut up
0: <laughs> do you ever stop don't you get it out on the morning show <laughs> <laughs> uh okay well that's good uh good start so uh one of us is good one of us <laughs> not. no what, what i was gonna say chris doing the checklist thing yeah uh we've talked about chuck tipton mm-hmm. on here uh, yeah both bubba from church nerds and i uh, we grew up as with him as a teacher, but also like a mentor and like a, almost like a spiritual mentor for a few years for both of us, uh, helped us be adults, I think mm-hmm. in the right way, mm-hmm. the, the, the childish way, you know, yeah. <laughs> that have fun, but still be responsible kind of way. Right. But that's what he did. And, uh, we would see that at school, he would be in a desk and he would have to write his prayers out like a letter. Mm hmm. And then he would be done with the prayer and he would crumple it up and throw it in the trash. But that was the only way that he could focus his mind so it wouldn't flutter off into thinking about something else. Yeah. In fact, we had a meme along those lines the other day. It's like, have you ever been in prayer or am I the only one who uh, is praying and then your mind walks up or walks off and starts thinking about something unwholesome and you were like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry, God. Let me start over.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Like, that's that's kind of how I get everyone now and then get a little (laughs) spaghetti brained every now and then. Right. Uh, but we've got a uh, list here from Philip Koslowski, Koslowski, uh, which is how to develop a nearly unbreakable habit of prayer. So let's go through this list and see if we agree. First up, it says, "Have faith in yourself and in God." You know, come around the the idea that you know that you will fail, that you can never do it, you can never be holy enough by yourself. But that God can bring you there, mm-hmm. and that because you have God in your corner, you have all the power that you need. Yeah. Uh, he brings up Matthew seventeen nineteen. For Amen, I say to you, if you have faith as a grain of a mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, "Remove from hence hither," and it shall remove, and mm-hmm. nothing shall be impossible to you. Mm. What version is this? This right? doesn't sound like KGV. <laughs> this sounds like some.
1: Hints hither, it sounds, sounds like, like Romeo J. and Juliet. <laughs> Shakespearean. Remove from hence hither. It's the Shakespearean version of the Holy Thou Bible. Mount
0: Mountain, remove thine self from thine sight.
1: The Bible of holiness.
0: <laughs> if it was good enough for Jesus. It's good enough for me. <laughs> 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 Number two, re- recall what has worked. He said that in your spiritual life, there's going to be highs and lows, times that you felt fully alive and times that you felt dead in the water. Who said, look back at the times that things were good and you were remembering to pray and try to figure out what worked, what mm-hmm. was about it. And so like we talked about you. So I know that when I had that time to drive and just be by myself and just kind of focus in, I was able to pray and pray regularly. Mm-hmm. But when I don't have that, didn't have that time, I couldn't do it. So that has made me think I need to get that time. Yeah. And so one of the things that we do with our kids is that they get about an hour of screen time, but they have quiet time. So they mm-hmm. take their Kindles into their rooms by themselves. They be quiet. Mm-hmm. Instead of me using all of that time just to zone out myself in the quietness, I should use that time, I think, to connect with God, even mm-hmm. a little of it. Uh, and that's something that I've thought of just in the last couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and so having that quiet space is good. Because otherwise, I don't get that quiet space any other time of the day (laughs) with these two kids. Mm -hmm. One of which uh, has now developed the routine of screaming at the top of his lungs for no reason. Oh, that's fun. Every hour on the hour.
1: Mm -hmm. He's your clock. Mm -hmm. He is your live-in rooster.
0: (laughs) Number three, practice, practice, practice. Mm -hmm. Practice makes perfect. Uh, This may seem obvious, but we too often forget uh if you pray once a week it will be extremely hard to establish a reliable routine but if you pray every day it starts to become a part of who we are which is the same thing like with the kid i was talking about
1: Mm -hmm. he
0: loves the routine Mm -hmm. he loves doing the exact same thing the exact same way so after just two days of putting it in there it became a part of his routine And he remembers it. Mm -hmm. So the longer you can pray at the same time in the same circumstance every day, make it a part of your routine, the easier it will be to remember.
1: Okay, but does it say practice makes perfect? It does. Practice makes progress. Yeah. There is no such thing as perfection.
0: You might have qualified it later. I don't know. I didn't read the whole thing. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number three, write down your prayer... Mm-hmm. This is another number three. Is it? A, it numbered it is. He these wrong. wrong. So number four, <laughs> write down your prayer schedule. Uh, put it in your smartphone. Put it in your reminders app. All that kind of thing. I've tried this, and I couldn't remember to put it back in my reminders app.
1: <laughs> really? So when I first started working, the girl who I shared a desk with, Tammy, she did that every, I think, quarter after the hour every hour, she would have a little ding on her computer. And then I would notice that she would get quiet for, you know, just a few minutes. Mm. And that was her time every hour. She just took a few minutes to just pray, refocus her thoughts, redirect her thoughts towards God. Every hour. Every hour.
0: That's not a bad idea.
1: It's really not. It's really not. And so when I finally realized what she was doing, finally asked her, you know, what? What is the ding for? I joined in prayer with her.
0: That's brilliant. Mm -hmm. I love it. I'm going to try that. All right. Number five, share it with your closest friends. This is essentially accountability. Mm -hmm. Uh, Share your schedule. Uh, Not just like on Facebook. You need to share it with someone who will actively support you and hold you accountable. Say, hey, how was your your prayer schedule this week? Yeah. And be honest. Mm -hmm. It was good. I guess. No, it's not going to work. The
1: one day I pray. This is called
0: positive peer pressure, and I believe in it wholeheartedly. (laughs) Number six, ask yourself why you are praying. Mm. What's the purpose? What do you want to accomplish with the prayer? Is it just to make you feel like a better Christian? Or does it have a deeper meaning, a real reason, a real motivation behind it? Mm Mm-hmm. And if you are finding yourself not finding that motivation, you need to find that motivation. Prayer is supposed to be responding to God's unconditional love and realizing that even though we are imperfect and sinful, God still loves us and embraces us and wants more for us than we can even imagine. Mm -hmm. And all we have to do is surrender our will to his will. Mm -hmm. Pray for that guidance. Pray for him to direct our steps in everything, every area of our life. And that seems overwhelming, but really it's freeing. If we can get there. hmm If we can get there on a constant basis. Uh, one of the things we learned in Celebrate Recovery, which Mo and I have been involved with uh, for many years. Celebrate Recovery teaches you about Step 3. They, they, in, in Alcoholics Anonymous, Step 3 says we give our wills. Oh. Pardon me. Where <laughs> 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 that came from. <laughs> We give our wills and our lives over to the care of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, and God is, you know, the hypothetical God in, in Alcoholics Anonymous. But Celebrate Recovery takes it and flips those around. It says we give our lives and our wills. Not our wills and our lives, but our lives and our wills. We put them in that order specifically. Because giving your life over to God, that's you know the salvation moment. Mm-hmm. That's when you're like, okay, God, this is yours. But handing your will over is something that you have to do continually.
1: Every day. Every
0: day, mm-hmm. every morning, every moment. Mm-hmm. You have to remember, this isn't my life. I'm not supposed to be going after what I want, what I will. I'm supposed to be putting it in God's hands and have him lead me. Mm-hmm. And that should be the goal of prayer god lead me in this moment lead me in my marriage lead me in my job lead me everywhere else uh it shouldn't be about okay god i want this make it happen captain right (laughs) cap g (laughs) (laughs) as the sunday cool guys would say
1: Mm
0: -hmm. uh no it's 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 about lord help me put myself aside Mm -hmm. and bring you in in every moment and so that's why I really like the idea of doing that like every hour on the hour kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just making sure you take a few moments of or make sure I'm still doing what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> do
1: you, oh, you know what God. I've really had to do? And I will probably have some people who are like, that's not that's not OK. That.
0: <laughs> so, I'm really curious now.
1: <laughs> OK, so growing up, it was always and I've talked about this before, um, but it was always Ask and you shall receive. Mm. Press down, shaken together, running over. It's going to be given back. You know, ask. Anyway.
0: Well, hold on. What did you just
1: say? Yeah, I know. Press down, shaken together, and running over. What is that? That's a Bible verse. Press down, shaken together, running over. It will be given to you. That's a.
0: I I, I have never heard that in my life.
1: Okay. Anyway,
0: continue your story.
1: Now you're making me second guess myself. <laughs> press um, down. Yeah, press shaken, down, shaken together. Okay.
0: Oh, okay, wait, yeah. Okay, it's a song. Yep.
1: Yeah. Oh, it's a KJV. 638. Hold on, yeah.
0: 38. Hey, See?
1: Look at that. Okay.
0: Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. pressed down and shaken together and See? running over shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye mate meet mate, not mate <laughs> ye meet with all it shall be. KJV, what are y'all doing?
1: Right. <laughs> okay. Henceforth back, back to my story. Um, so I and then I got to the point where it was I would ask you know, whatever whatever was happening in my life, whatever I felt like I needed God to bring me through or bring me to or bring me out of, I would pray specifically, right? God, please do this. Please provide this.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I would, the more that I got doing that, I realized, okay, well, but what if it's not God's will? So then I would say, God, please do this if it's your will. And if it's not your will, allow me to have, allow me to be content. Allow me to be happy yeah, with the yeah, answer. yeah, yeah. Now, because I've gotten to the point to where I feel like I already know God knows my desires, He knows every desire of my heart, He knows everything that I'm struggling through, that I'm dealing with, and because I am constantly in that continual conversation, when I come in, in true prayer, where I'm asking and praying for or over something, I just pray, I don't specifically say anything. I just pray, God, let your will be done. Have the situation, take control over it. I am not specific at all, but that's something that's on my part because I don't want to have a specific prayer that I say, God, please do this. But if, you, if it's not your will, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. To me, it makes me feel like I'm I'm second questioning or I'm doubting God, and I don't. That's something that I have to work through in my own life. And yeah. so until I get to that point, to where I'm like, okay, it's not that I don't have full trust and faith. It's just a matter of that whole questioning mentality in my it's, yeah, brain. Yeah, it's like your own yeah. your
0: own issue that you're trying to get over. Of am I wording mm-hmm. it this way because I. Right. Mean that, or am I trying to weasel around?
1: Yes. Doing what i saying yes. what I
0: really want to say. Exactly. Yeah, you know that's, so. that's one of those weird things. Like we have prayer night, you know, at our church.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, someone will be like really sick, or like maybe even terminally ill, mm-hmm. and you can tell that people don't quite know how to word the prayer. Yes. Is it, Lord, we ask that you heal this person, uh, if that's your will, and if it's not. Comfort, I guess. You know, yeah. like, you know it's, 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 it's so uncomfortable uh-huh. when you don't know exactly what to say in that area. Because, I mean, well, you know, heal this person, they are 90 and miserable. Right. Um, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. What, to, what do I say? Yeah. I don't know. Yep. I avoid those ones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I never want it to sound like in any of my prayers that I'm doubting or second questioning the ability of God and... His magnitude of his greatness, you know what he can do, what he yeah, will do. Absolutely. So it's just a matter of God. You know the situation. Right. You know what's on my heart.
0: Yeah, and again, but yeah, it's, clearly that's though that's that's your hurdle specifically. Exactly. It's not yes. A, it's God isn't seeing that in your way because God knows your motivations. Right. So the way you pray, even if you word it weirdly. <laughs> he knows mm. what you're saying mm-hmm. and i do
1: i like i can mm. picture him just sitting on his throne looking down on me like okay you can, daughter you just
0: you can just say it you can yep. just say it
1: it's okay <laughs> it's all right and i'm like i know it is lord i know but just i gotta <laughs> holy
0: spirit's in there you,
1: you can just you can just say it it's okay
0: Shh, you know, i know he, he gets it he gets it you know he, he gets it he's you know he's omnipotent omnipresent. <laughs> been around long before everything else mm-hmm. will be around yep. long before or long after
2: mm-hmm.
0: he, he's all known. So just, you know, just word salad it out. It's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am here to help. I will translate anything that comes off weird. That's what the Bible says.
1: That's true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I get that though. I appreciate your honesty. <laughs> <in that area. laughs> all right. Lastly on this list uh, is just do it. Don't procrastinate. Don't think about yeah, I'm going to do it in the future.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Start today. Start right now. I'm I'm going to start that hour thing today and give that a shot because I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Just an hour alarm, all day and all night. One fifteen, two fifteen, three fifteen a.m. Just Lord, thank you for mm-hmm. letting me sleep this long. Let me get back to sleep after this. And sleep another good hour. And, do this all over again
1: lord don't tell Daedra this was my idea
0: (laughs) that's a pretty good list don't you think Mm -hmm. yeah i like that list
1: it is a good list i like
0: that list philip Koslowski? Koslowski. koslosky
1: except for the fact that he said practice makes perfect and he numbered two number threes
0: yeah that's true this is actually a a seven things not a six things Mm -hmm. with two threes
1: i wonder how many people <laughs> Didn't catch on to that.
0: And this is a relatively old article, article too. Article. <laughs> so, <local>. Who knows?
1: <laughs> so here's here's a question for you. Have you ever heard of praying the axe? No. And this is kind of a fun way to, you know, take a really good, solid time to pray. And you pray the axe. You pray an attribute of God. Then you take a time of confession. Then you take a time of thanksgiving, and then you take a time of supplication.
0: Remind me what supplication is.
1: That's when you bring your request to God. So you...
0: I remember that word from Catholic school. Yeah. I never, like, cemented what it meant in my
1: mind. Yeah. So you start off your prayer. It's just like praying, you know, um, the Lord's Prayer. It gives you just kind of an outline to go by. But you start out praying with acknowledging attributes of God he is faithful he is good he is just he is merciful and then you go into asking for forgiveness confessing those things that are within Mm -hmm. your life that are holding you back and then you go into thanking him for the things that he's done and then you end with bringing your request to him Mm -hmm. I like that Mm -hmm. I like it too just because it sets your mind in focus instead of just jumping right into gimme 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 yeah
0: you know, Mo, I sprang this topic on you, and you really came through. Hey. This is, this is good. You did a great job for this one. you. I mean, it's not that you don't always do a good job.
1: I need a sound bite of but you like saying you, you did a great job. You so nailed you it. Thanks. did really good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see here. I think we're going to go ahead and take a break. Uh, when we come back.
1: We share with you something that we love. Stick out. This is Mo from the Back Row Morning Show, and I've got your five random facts. Scotland has 421 words for snow. Samsung tested their phone's durability with a butt-shaped robot. The robot even wore jeans while sitting on the phones to make sure they could live up to the pressure. Running amok is a medically recognized mental condition. Cats have fewer toes on their back paws than on their front. And Kleenex tissues were originally intended to be used for gas masks. For more random facts and hilarious nonsense, tune in to the Back Row Morning Show Monday through Thursday at 7 a.m. Central with an Encore at 9.
0: Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show as we are winding down for today.
1: But first, we're going to share with you something that we love. Something that I love. Matt may not love it. Coconut tea.
0: Oh, gosh. See?
1: Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I've never actually had coconut tea until here.
0: What what exactly? Okay,
1: I'll get into it. Just hold on but like all of our fa- <laughs> all of our i shouldn't say all of m- several of our fast food restaurants in town offer coconut tea and it's just sweet tea what? it's just sweet tea with coconut flavoring in it
0: i ain't never seen it like where
1: it's at something different it's at Yotigo. go it's at uh, taco Box. Okay, so all of our
0: local non-chain yeah fast food places okay I'm like, I have never seen coconut tea at no Wendy's, okay? Oh. They got every drink at Wendy's.
1: That's true. They got that weird Coca-Cola thing that literally has every Freestyle, drink. Freestyle, baby.
0: <laughs> mm. Only way okay, to live. Okay,
1: back to coconut Sorry. tea.
0: Back to the gross drink.
1: Whatever. <laughs> um... So it's just sweet tea with coconut flavoring in it. Mm. I prefer getting unsweet tea with coconut flavor because the coconut syrup makes it sweet anyway. Yeah. So sweet tea with coconut syrup is just super sweet. I don't care for that. But I love coconut flavoring, and so it just it makes you kind of feel like you're drinking a tropical drink. In the middle of Clovis, New Mexico, yeah. where there ain't a tropical anything.
0: <laughs> I don't like coconut flavor Ooh. in in food things.
1: Ooh. In like Do in, you know you just said food like I say food? Food and
0: food <laughs> things. I enjoy it as a smell in, like, cleansing products. Daedra like, has a body scrub or whatever that's coconut. I enjoy that smell. <laughs> Might be because it's mixed with Daedra's natural smell. Who knows? She is wonderful, but <laughs> that's the only thing I could say that I've enjoyed coconut flavor-wise. Absolutely not, except for almond joys. But that doesn't oh, really count because it's overly really sugary. like a nut. sugary. And sometimes in you chocolate. don't. And there's an almond in there.
1: Almond joys enjoy got it. nuts. Mounds don't because <laughs> sometimes not I a sponsor. Like a-
0: not a sponsor, everybody. I mean,
1: if they want to be. You could be. Okay. <laughs> but yes, well, that's okay. my something that I love, coconut okay, tea. Okay, okay.
0: You're entitled to your mm-hmm. opinions.
1: <laughs> if you ever see me drinking from a something different cup, <laughs> it is 100% coconut okay. tea. Okay, okay.
0: So my thing, speaking of not a sponsor, my thing that I love is uh, I saw this on Facebook multiple, multiple times. And it was something called the Belt Bro. Have you seen these? No. It is like this kind of elastic velcro-y thing that you put between two belt um loops and it tightens your like waistband and you know it connects tightens your waistband to where you don't need a belt and so it avoids like for me like i get like the belt buckle in the front if i'm sitting in the office all day with that belt buckle it starts to dig into my stomach mm-hmm. it gets very uncomfortable mm-hmm. then you know, I go through a ton of belts because they get all stretched out on me. Belt bros seemed like a great idea, but they were really thin. But they recently came out with a a, uh, a thicker, sturdier one. And so I ordered those suckers. And I have... I, most people wear two, one on either side. Mm-hmm. But I have them on. I have them on right there. You can see it right there.
1: Hey, that's kind of cool. Thing.
0: And it keeps, like... The pants stay on. Yeah. I got it weighed down with phone and wallet and Mm -hmm. two sets of keys. Pants stay on. I'm not hiking them up all day. But uh, they feel comfortable. Yeah. You know, it feels like I'm wearing, like, sweatpants at the top. You know, There's there's no intense, like, force. And there's definitely no belt buckle to cause problems. I've had it for about a week now. And I love it. Nice. So if you've seen that Belt Bro ad on Facebook or what have you. And uh, you've thought, well, that looks good, but it's probably too good to be true because it's a Facebook ad. It ain't. It ain't too good to be true. Look at the shot.
1: Well, unfortunately, even for those of us who have never seen the Facebook ad for the Belt Bro, we will all be seeing 50,000 of them now. Because your phone's
0: listening to you. That's
1: exactly right.
0: Belt Bro. Belt Bro. Not a sponsor, sorry. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to be a sponsor, Belt Bro, (laughs) check us out. But... Anywho, let's end with our verse for the day.
1: Verse for the day is Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God... What? It sounded
0: like you were singing, I'm sorry. And we know that for those who love God...
1: You ruined the Bible verse. Good grief. I honestly
0: thought you were going to start singing it. I really did. I was convinced that that was happening, and I was going to love it. (laughs)
1: Let's start that over. <laughs> Romans 8:28, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together are good for those who are called according to his purpose <laughs> oh goodness <laughs>
0: that's gonna do it
1: for our show today
0: <laughs> be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com we've got amazing articles on all things nerdy as well as this show LTN radio and our other podcasts and videos if you would like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with love thy nerd and specifically with LTN radio please visit lovethynerd.com slash give and choose LTN radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible. And don't forget that you can select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice on smile.amazon.com and that gives LTN a small kickback from your purchases at absolutely no cost to you.
1: Make sure you're following us on all the socials at the Back Row LTN, at LTN On Air, and at Love Thy Nerd. And the Back Row Morning Show has its own Facebook group community for Christian humor, Back Row Baptist Church. So search us out and join in on the fun. Join us tomorrow morning for Back Row Rewind. That is hard to say. Back where Rewind. <laughs> back Row Rewind, where we'll take you back to the first interaction between the Back Row and Love Thy Nerd, right here on LTN Radio at 7 a.m. Central, with an encore at 9 a.m. And Matt and I will be back with new episodes next Monday. Have a great day.
0: Yeah, that half was still your <laughs> <near laughs> life. Shut <Shocked> up. <laughs> and remember, Jesus loves you, nerds.